Uh, very good evening, social media, Facebook, friends, and family. My name is Louise Sharp. Welcome to Sharp Talk. And I'm here with my lovely daughter, the anointed minister, Rebecca Sharp. Thank and, you. Nice and to meet we you. are so excited that, uh, that you could join us this evening. It's always such a blessing for us to be with our Facebook uh, friends and family. And you know, it's in moments like these, with all of the vitriol and, and unrest, uh, socially going on in our country and throughout the nation that we hope that this time will really shine a light on all of the wonderful things, all of the exciting things that God is doing here on earth. And, uh, and I just want to welcome my uh, magnificent, beautiful, anointed daughter, Minister Rebecca Sharp to well, the show. First and foremost, thank you for just all those overwhelming compliments. I, I really appreciate the warm welcome. <laughs> Uh, to Sharp Talk, and of course, I echo your sentiments. Very grateful to be in your presence and to be coming before our Facebook friends and family. Um, I know there were so many people that were excited about us coming together, and so many of you have prayed for us, you've stood in the gap for us, you've interceded. So we would not be here today without the prayers of the righteous availing much. So just want to thank you all um, for continuing to stand by us and our family. And speaking of family, Dad, um, I know you and I have shared many stages. We have ministered together in various capacities. However, this is our first time officially going live um, in a more, you know, regimented capacity, if you will. He was really concerned that I had a script <laughs> earlier. Uh, but I just want to take this opportunity for <laughs> I just want to take this opportunity for you to share a little bit about your story because not everybody knows perhaps on my page at least the presence of profound greatness that I get the opportunity uh, to share this live with. So please oh my divulge and let everyone know all the great things that you've done. Please. You know, you really I think Rebecca, you might have missed your calling. You should have been a comedian. She's got jokes this evening. Let me tell you about let me tell you about greatness. I, I know one who's great, who came down and died on a cross. They raised him high and stressed him wide for the sins of all humanity. And it says that uh, God so loved you and I, the entire world, that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall what? Never perish, but have eternal life. See, I'm just nobody, and I'm telling everybody about somebody who can save anybody. Amen. Do I need to say that again? I'm just a nobody telling everybody about somebody who can save anybody. Amen. Amen. So I came, I was born in Havana, Cuba. I uh, came to the United States here in, uh, in the D, Detroit, Michigan, at the age of five years old. My brother and I, I had a younger brother. Uh, we did not speak one word of English as we entered elementary school. Uh, it was a, a struggle for us to assimilate into a, a new culture, uh, a new environment, a new language. And, uh, and I rose, my brother and I rose above that. Uh, I went on uh, to uh, high school, Southwestern High School, became an All-American football player, uh, became a student, uh, full scholarship at University of California, Los Angeles, where is where I met Rebecca's mom. Hey, mom. We had five beautiful children together. And uh, I became a number one draft choice of the then St. Louis Cardinals in, uh, in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I was uh, fortunate enough to have played 13 seasons in the NFL, played in three consecutive Pro Bowls, was heavily involved in uh, union activities, did some television work, just really had a, a very uh, storied, very storied, very successful NFL career. Uh, 1994, I suffered a career knee-ending injury. 
and, uh, and, and I had some struggles. I got involved with substances, lost my freedom, was shot several times uh, on the streets, living life irresponsibly, went to prison on several occasions. But uh, how many know that uh, God is able to take someone that is nothing and, uh, and use them to accomplish something, making them somebody, uh, no matter what anybody thinks, all for his glory, honor, and purposes. So that's where I met Jesus Christ, was in prison. Wow. And uh, he, is the, uh, he is the darling of heaven and earth's emancipator, heaven's heroes, earth's emancipator. And he is a chain breaker. He is a deliverer. And uh, having met him and today have a personal dynamic relationship with him. And, uh, and so that's what I like to share. That's what I like to let people know uh, about my king of glory. And, and the fact that, uh, you know, people who are addicted, people who are drug addicts, it's not a moral issue. These people are critically ill. They're not hopelessly bad. Hopelessly bad. They need uh, rehabilitation. They need counseling. They need education, and most importantly, they need support. And they can turn their lives around, as I have, and become responsible, productive, law-abiding, tax-paying members of society again. Amen. Amen. I mean, every time you tell your story, honestly, I'm just so astounded at how good and faithful the Lord is. Um, the impetus of me even thinking about why it was important for me to, to ask you to share your story is because last night um, when I posted our live flyer, somebody from our old dance studio, shout out to Kimberly Lewis School of Dance, um, mentioned, you know, something. And back in the day, we used to share the stage doing daddy-daughter dances, and now here we are on Sharp talk live, uh, getting the opportunity for me to share a little bit about the project that I've been working on during this time of quarantine and to really just underscore uh, the faithfulness of God. So God is so good and I know that you are here for a profound reason and so I'm just really thankful um, again for this opportunity to live out a prayer fulfilled, a real dream answered in more ways than one. Absolutely and uh, I'm reminded of Ephesians 3.20 says that he yeah, is right. able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Or even imagine. Or imagine according amen. to what? The spirit that worketh in us. Amen. Amen. It's a good word. That's a good word. That's a good word. Yeah. That's the truth of the matter. And we have experienced that, as you said, coming from the Kimberly Lewis School of Dance, Daddy Daughter Dances, <laughs> when you were what? Three, four, or five years old? Yeah, yeah. around you know, that time I danced for daddy, so long, yeah. Doing daddy <laughs> da daughter dances to now we're serving the same God. She's an ordained minister ordained through Petra International Shout Church out of uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, she and I have had a chance to minister together. We took a trip on Father's Day two years ago and my birthday, yeah, God opened true. the door for yeah. us to go to the Lighthouse Church, was exactly. it? Exactly. In Cape Cod, New Jersey. Cape, Cape Maine. And I think it's important also to give some background to that because um, in 2018, you suffered a heart attack. And your LAD artery, which in the medical community is known as the Widowmaker, was 98% blocked. So it was yet another time the Lord had spared your life. And it was in those moments when we were in St. Anne's Hospital in Toledo, Ohio, um, that I feel God was really doing like a divine transference of healing. And he really uh, began to bring that balm, you know, of healing and of restoration and of reconciliation in our relationship. And from there, we have been able to, you know, find the power in our story and the purpose in our pain. <coughs> and really help other individuals as a result of the ebbs and flows uh, that we've experienced in life. So again, he uses everything. He really does. In Romans 8, 28, when it says all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose, all really does mean all. 
You know, absolutely. And what I remember most about that heart attack was, of course, my sister coming in there um, after <laughs> I, I had the, the stent put in. And she was uh, teasing me <laughs> and telling me, I bet you can't get up and whoop my behind now. <laughs> and uh, but but, you know, what I remember is I kept quoting scripture. I kept saying, yeah. you know, about, you know, he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised yeah. for my iniquity, the chastised by his stripes. I'm healed. Yeah. He sent his word and healed them. Amen. I had Christ. See, I'd been in the word of God. Amen. And when you get into the word of God, the God of the word gets into you. Amen. And whatever struggles, whatever circumstances, sicknesses you may have, you speak that truth. And that enemy of our souls, the one that comes to steal, kill, and destroy, he's got to back up at the word of God. Amen. So that's what I remember most. <clears throat> and God delivered me, and I'm better now. I'm exercising. I'm feeling better. Amen. And, and he's using me. I love to share my testimony and give hope to the hopeless. Yeah. And that's a wonderful segue. <clears throat> I know you wanted to ask me. We were talking about the word of God, <clears throat> right? So speaking of words. Speaking of words, <laughs> and, you know, one thing I've, I've known about you since we did our... our Father's Day, birthday, uh, preaching at Cape Cod uh, Church is I, I noticed that you had an anointing and I felt like God was speaking to my spirit that I am to use my platform oh, to wow. make uh, make your uh, gifts that he's given you wow. to bless so many that, yeah. that need to hear your message of hope. Um, and, and I'm certain that uh, the writing that we're going to speak about today, the book that you've released is, uh, is a blessing. I'm sure it's Amen. anointing. Anointed, and I'm sure is going to deliver uh, many that read, many that watch this post. And I know that this comes from your mom, because your mom had it in her heart to write. So yeah. tell us a little bit about where you developed this love of writing. You know, it's so interesting because I've been thinking a lot about that lately. And when I was younger, we mentioned dance. I love to dance and perform. And anybody who knows me from my time in Arizona knows I was that girl on the stage with all the facial... Um, expressions and so that was my plan to kind of become like the next Britney Spears and that's funny now to think about but or I, Oprah Winfrey right or Oprah Winfrey but she wasn't really the dancing and the performing type but anyway I'm hoping she did do movies but regardless <laughs> I digress um I also really love to read and write and over the years I you know you and I would correspond a lot you mentioned you had several prisons since and so you and I would correspond a lot through letters almost like Paul writing letters you know to the churches and I think it's so interesting because that's what really solidified and really strengthened my gift of writing um, and I love words I'm a self-proclaimed logophile I always tell people that um, the dictionary application is one of my favorites I get those notifications every morning and I try to use one of the word I try to use that word of the day in a sentence so today interestingly enough uh, the word of the day is finagle and so I'm grateful that I was able to finagle you into this interview for us to talk about the book look at that <laughs> integrating it right you know as you were talking uh, I was reminded of uh, the story of Joseph Joseph mm -hmm. you in the Bible you know Joseph was sold into slavery uh, by his brothers because they were jealous of him he had yeah. the coat of many colors yeah. um, and they were jealous of him so they sold him into slavery he was falsely accused by Potiphar's wife of, of rape and he spent many years in jail but God had a plan God yeah. is sovereign enough to take somebody that came from nothing a Joseph a me that comes from prison and make us somebody and use us to accomplish something Amen. no matter what anyone says Amen. and God made Joseph he took him from the prison to the penthouse he became mm -hmm. second in okay. command of Egypt <laughs> and his own brothers had to come to him and kneel and yeah. kneel and get food and you know what Joseph said? 
You meant it for evil, but my God meant it for good. All things work together for good Amen. to those that love God and are the called according to his purpose. Amen. Amen. And it's so interesting that you would bring up uh, that scripture because that is one of the foundational scriptures for the book. Um, and just one of the, the things that has really driven both my co-author, Brianna Medley, and I, um, you know, just recognizing that what the enemy meant for evil, God really can use for good. And the other part of that scripture is for the saving of many lives. Um, and so Revelations 12, 11 also talks about we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony that we would love not our lives unto death. And so we wanted to really uh, corroborate, right, testimonies of different women that had gone through various things in their life. And we wanted to amplify stories that are oftentimes uh, silenced in traditional forms within the church. And so we cover a lot of ground in the book, but we really do want it to underscore the fact that God is faithful and that he can take in anybody, right, that are, you know, a nobody, and he can use them to tell everybody about somebody that can save everybody. And so, um, you know, those scriptures are just really, really impactful and they're important as we're thinking about all the things that we've gone through in life. And it has not always been a crystal stare, right? Like we've all had to experience the ebbs and the flows and the highs and the lows, but recognizing that there really is purpose in the pain. And that's what this book is about. That's what millennial transformations when prayer manifests miracles is about. There's 20 stories that are filled with hope, that are filled with the goodness of God, that really do demonstrate the power of prayer. We talk about teen pregnancy, about grief, about overcoming addiction. We talk about blending families and divorce and marriage and mental health. That's actually the story I wrote about mental health because of my own experience with somebody who I love dearly walking through that struggle. And so I really do believe, I fervently believe that you will see yourself in these stories and even if you haven't gone through what some of these individuals have actually walked through it's their vulnerability it's their willingness to kind of open their hearts and invite us all into a deeper place that i believe will unlock breakthrough in, in many lives well that, that's awesome and i'm reminded you know jesus told his disciples you know when i was hungry you fed me mm -hmm. when i was in prison you visited me yeah. when i was naked you clothed me and, and the disciples said lord when did we see you hungry or when did we see you thirsty or naked? And He says, as you have done to the least of these, yeah. my brethren, yeah. you have done it as unto me. Amen. Amen. I, absolutely. And, you know, I, I think about legacy a lot, too. And, you know, I lost my older sister, Leah, um, almost 14 years ago. And I remember just saying, I'm going to make you proud. I'm going to make you proud. So when I think about this project, I think about how it's really in her honor as well and in the honor of those who we've lost, right? Um, I think about my nephew, Elias, right? And he is like the promise of our legacy, even moving into the next generation. I was able to post a photo of he and I reading uh, when I was in Phoenix last month. And it just really, in that moment, it reminded me that I get the opportunity to really impart faith and belief and worship and um, trust and prayer into the next generation through my nephew and even through this book as I truly believe it's going to equip readers with some of the tools that they need to really soldier onward and navigate the vicissitudes of life. Amen. Amen. And so tell us a little bit about uh, your life here during this, uh, this crisis, this time of pandemic. I know I'm very proud of you. The fact that you moved from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania here to Detroit, you got a big promotion. 
you're working at the big house while you're working from home now. Yes. And you're about to buy your first piece of property. <laughs> Amen. Speak that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' Speak name. It. God Amen. is going to make that available. Yes, it's right is. around the corner. Amen. I and, receive uh, that. So tell us a little bit about uh, your life here in the past year. Oh, well, I would just honestly say the paradigm that I've been living from is Romans 12, 12, and really asking the Lord to help me to be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Um, because there's so much that is going on in the world around us, and it can be difficult to focus on the good things. So you have to be very intentional in cultivating gratitude each and every day. Um, I really have gotten into a good rhythm of worship and prayer and really just making space to connect with God and to commune with him. And I think it's from that place that has really propelled me forward into wanting to be more about pursuing my purpose. Uh, this year, you know, with just so much loss and unrest and this whole, like all of the systems sort of being dismantled, recognizing like this life is but a vapor, right? So we all are here for however long God has divinely ordained for us to be here for. What are we going to do with it? Are we going to allow lament and defeat and adversity and opposition really handicap and hinder us? Or are we going to take those things and recognize that like many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers them of them all. And there, like I mentioned earlier, there really is power in your pain. And so this year I feel has um, been about me sort of reimagining some of the things that I've experienced in my past and recognizing that God is using those very things to help propel me forward. So I've been about my father's business. You know, I've been about really stewarding my purpose well and thinking about how I can make the biggest impact that the Lord would allow for me to make um, so that I can secure a legacy for my family and make sure that when I do make it, you know, to to the, that next dimension um, that I hear, well done, good and faithful servant. So that's sort Amen. of a quick synopsis. Yeah, Amen. Well, no, it wasn't quick, but it was good. <laughs> Oh, wow. uh, never quick with you, Rebecca. I you, you, where yeah. I get that from. But okay. <laughs> and and so you know, I, I just wanted to uh, share with uh, the audience is that my child, and yes, I'm biased, but she doesn't just uh, 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 talk the gospel. She's actually she is the gospel. She Amen. lives. In she lives. Life. She lives the gospel um, in, in every area of, of our of her life. And I just want to mention that when we went. And we did that service on Father's Day two years ago, three years ago, yeah. uh, in Cape Cod. Um, I was I was so taken aback by the number of people that came after you ministered. We both got a chance to minister. Yeah. We ministered together. Yeah, the pastor amazing. opened the uh, pulpit for Rebecca and I to share our story and preach the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I was so impressed that, you know, they set a table in the back of the church uh, for us to greet uh, the congregants. Mm -hmm. And there must have been at both services, like what, maybe 250, 300? Yeah. pretty good. Well, we did three services, remember? Because we did Saturday night and then two on Sunday. How many people wanted to just come and speak to you and tell you how yeah. blessed they were, how encouraged they were, yeah. how they wanted to try, you know, and connect more with God and build their faith? You know, God used you in a mm -hmm. mighty and magnificent way in that service. Yeah, and and the God was speaking to me and letting me know that he had a very special calling oh, and he wanted you to, to reach the masses amen. through the gifts that he's instilled in you. Yeah, well, I thank, you know, obviously God, because he has fearfully and wonderfully made me, but I honor my parents, my dad, and my mom, who will probably watch this as well, who clearly have been instrumental in me coming here, my family that has raised me and loved me and challenged me and shaped me, my grandmother, my aunt, Indira, 
Uh, my grandfather who's no longer with us. Just, there's a host of family and friends that have truly just been so essential in me getting to this place. I don't ever want to, you know, pretend like I just got here alone, right? It takes a village. It takes community. It takes people who are dedicated to seeing the fulfillment of your destiny. So get in a good community as well. Um, you know, honor your family. Be around people that see the very best in you, even when you don't see it in yourself. So tell us, uh, tell us, and, and now it just I was going to ask you a question. Okay, about the book. Now, you told us a little bit about the content of the mm -hmm. book and how it kind of came together. Yeah. Um, for, you know, this is, would be male and females can read your... Yeah, absolutely. No, we did just highlight 20 stories of women. Um, but of course, there, I mean, it's, it's the gospel, right? It's the word. And I was reminded uh, today, actually, I was telling Brianna, my co-author, we have an entire appendix in the back where we have different topics that we've covered with scriptures that correspond. So we're also giving you the infallible word of God that's sharper than any double-edged sword that divides bone and marrow. We're giving that to you and it's categorized. So if you're dealing with grief or if you're struggling with you know clarity in your life and where God is leading you or if you're blending a family or if you're trying to overcome addiction you can literally go into the appendix and pull out those scriptures and that's what we war with right we've got the sword of the spirit so I don't exactly remember your question but I, I think it's important to know oh yeah so it does like men and women can read it um, I think our target demographic is likely women but of course there's always something uh, for the men especially when you're talking about the Word of God Absolutely. The Word of God is quick. It's powerful. It's sharper Amen. than a double-edged sword, yes. piercing to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and the thoughts and intents of the hearts of men. Hallelujah. God's Word is alive because it was God-breathed through 40 prophets over 1,500-year periods. Okay. Give us the history. These men lived in different parts all across uh, Africa, and they all shared the same message about a Savior that was going to leave heaven, come to earth, die on the cross for the sins of humanity, so that we can spend eternity with him. Amen. That's what it's all about. Amen. Yes, it is. So tell the followers, tell the Facebook family and friends, friends and family. Um, a little bit about how they can support, how they can. Yeah. So we're so thankful for any prayerful support, of course, because it definitely is the prayers of the righteous that avail much. Um, but you can go to our Instagram page, Millennial Transformations on Instagram. You can also find us online at www.millennialtransformations.com. Um, and on that website, you'll get a chance to read a bio about Brianna Medley and myself, uh, as well as you'll be able to purchase and, and, and secure your pre-sale. Now, we've only got limited quantities for the pre-sale in which you'll get it exclusively signed by both Brianna and I. Um, we've also got another... What about me? <laughs> We've also got another small gift that we're going to um, fulfill with all of our pre-sale orders. So please, um, you know, if anything that I mentioned to you today has resonated in your spirit, please go to www.millennialtransformations.com and check it out. Support us. Purchase the book. Um, get excited because there's more that God definitely wants to do in our midst. And we're just so blessed and grateful to be vessels in the earth. And we really do believe that God has some truly and exceedingly and abundantly uh, prosperous plans for his word reaching the ends of the earth. That's part of the end time prophecies. And I don't want to sound morbid, but the gospel has to go everywhere to all the ends of the earth. So we're just grateful to be a vehicle, um, you know, for that to actually be fulfilled. It's amazing that God will take somebody, take somebody that comes from nothing to accomplish something and make them somebody, no matter what anybody says, all for his honor, his purposes. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to, here's, here's, here's a hundred dollars. Oh, wow. Thank I'm going to buy, how many, how many books will this buy me? I'll buy you five books. I don't get a discount as your father? 
See, this is what the problem. We're, we want to support small business, and then everybody wants a discount. No, pay full price. Don't you pay full price for everything so else? So here's $100 and five mm -hmm. books. The first five ladies or gentlemen okay. Okay, that contact you, where can you be contacted? So you can reach me on my Facebook as well. I'm going to post this there. I'm also on Instagram at Miss Bex. Uh, you can email me at RebeccaASharp1 at gmail.com. You can text my dad or write on his page. But that's so awesome. Thank you so much for your generous expression. Five ladies, that yes. the first five ladies that contact us, you have a free book coming. That's great. Uh, millennial transformation. Transformations when prayer manifests miracles. So the last question is, what's next? You want to do the interview? <laughs> See, now you said well, earlier. I think we got to be wrapping up here soon. You were quick, all? and there's nothing quick when you speak. Rebecca. Okay. Wow. Okay. So anyway, I'm I'm running this. Okay. okay so you let me yeah, run sure. this. I finagled you, you into this. So. Okay. So anyway, uh, we want to thank all of you for joining us and listening uh, to us on this uh, Facebook live post. And, uh, and I, I just want to say there's something that's very strong in my spirit uh, with everything that we see going on in the world around us. Um, we really need to be praying that the, uh, the God of the resurrection power would eliminate the hate that we see and help heal our, our nation and our land. Amen. The God of the resurrection power. He's Amen. the only answer. Amen. He is the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Prince of Peace. That's what we need. Amen? Yes, amen. So tell us, what is on the horizon? Yes, what is on the horizon? So we're going to be doing more Sharp Talk, definitely. We always get such overwhelmingly positive responses. So we're going to be doing more Sharp Talk. Sharp Strong is coming soon. I'm really excited about sharing that vision as well. Sharper Image, working with my aunt and doing some styling. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's all about family. It's all about establishing legacy for so long. The enemy really did try to like steal right what god had placed in our family i believe that was supposed to endure for generations and so i'm coming back i'm snatching it all i'm not taking any else like we're doing this thing and we're going to do it with excellence um we're going to be led by prayer of course and we are going to change a lot of lives so i'm excited and looking forward to it and thanking you all for your support for your love for your prayers for just sharing this message for believing in us for some of you have been riding with us you know from the very beginning and i just want to truly give my most um, gracious and earnest gratitude for all that you've done. And I truly do pray that the love of God, uh, the grace of Jesus, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit continues to cover you and your family. And I just want to say this, you know, we may be better off than some that may be watching, but we're not better than. God is no respecter of persons. Yeah. You know, the Bible says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts himself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought captive, captive into the knowledge. And that's what we have to do on a daily basis. We yeah. have to renew our minds Amen. with the living, with the living, um, 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 active word of an God. active word of God. And we have to have a, the mindset of uh, the God of the Bible. And we have to see ourselves as he sees us so that we can overcome. There's a real enemy and there's yeah. a struggle in the cosmic realm right now between good and evil, between God and Satan. There's demons that want to see us dead. They want to see us afflicted like we've been afflicted with everything that's going on in this world. But the only way that we overcome is we overcome by what? The blood of the lamb and the, and the word of our testimony. And that, again, this is the perfect way to wrap it up. That's what the book is all about. The power of the testimony. And we love not our, our lives, lives unto, unto death. death. Amen.
Amen. And there's power in your story. There really is. And for so long, I had a lot of shame and a lot of fear and didn't believe that anybody would want to hear some of the things that we had gone through. But now that very thing, right, that I was running away from, I'm completely leaning into and it's taking me to the next level of my life. And so one of the things that, you know, I've overcome is, you know, I've always felt like, you know, because I had success as an athlete and I had the applause and the praise and the successes adulations and the adulations of men. That was where my self-worth and I did. But you know what? Now that I know who I am in Christ, Amen. that I know that I am his workmanship created Amen. unto good works. Ooh, I know that on. I am more than a conqueror Come above on. only and never beneath, you know, that word. all things are going to work. You know, when you start having it changes your, you change your perception, you'll change your perspective. Amen. Did I say good. that wrong? You change your perspective, you change your perspective. Anyway. anyway. That's what it's all about. Thank yes. you so much for joining Thank us. You all. We love you. God love you bless all in Christ. You. God bless you. And again, the first five individuals that contact awesome. me or Rebecca, you got a free well, lineal paid for, transmission. Yeah, paid for a copy by you, Dad. Thanks. That was very generous and kind. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. All righty. God bless you all. Peace. Sharp talk. Signing off. Don't you touch. Finish. Oh, my. Oh, thanks, Grandpa. Finish.